You're listening to Life in Limbo Land, the go-to podcast for all things millennial. We started in the love field and now we're expanding. We're going to go into health, wellness, fitness, finances, buying a home, lifestyle, everything you need to know to live your best life. And who are we? I'm Tiffany. I work in entertainment partnerships. I'm an LA native who loves discovering and exploring all things in the neighborhood, learning about healthcare, skincare, what is popping, what the new restaurants are. I have a newsletter, Tips Tips newsletter. Check it out where I highlight all the best happenings in LA and also share my favorite things. I also love all things pumpkin spice and I wrote my master's thesis on dating. So I'm here for the collective millennial experience. My name was Kudzi. I was born in Zimbabwe, grew up in South Africa, and now I live in Los Angeles, where I work in digital media and entertainment, particularly focused on talent and helping people express themselves on the internet. I've noticed a growing need for stability among millennials in the online space. Same as Tiffany, I also have interests outside of podcasting. I have an Instagram called Sir Candleman, where I'm aiming to be the leader in all things luxury-scented candles. Now, now let's, let's get, get into, into it. it. On this episode, we have Stephanie Adler, wellness consultant and nourishing experience creator. She's going to be talking about how she got to this career path and sharing how to live a non-toxic life, whether that's from the food you eat, the thoughts that you have in your mind, the environment that you live in, even the skincare products you use. So after 13 years of being really sick and kind of desperate. A friend of a friend told me about this lifestyle change that I could make by switching my diet that would completely revolutionize my life. Wow, wow. One, I need I need a lifestyle change. Like a me diet too. Change. How do we change our lives and just live better lives? That's what we need to know. How did you, can you tell us how you got there, that whole story? <laughs> yeah, And then sure. we'll change our lives too. <laughs> totally, we're walking out of this room tonight with completely different (laughs) yeah that's the goal and then everyone will listen and want you to consult on their lives amazing so yeah um my story so like I said I had been super sick like my mom even says like as a baby I was just like always crying super sick with stomach issues and had a lot of trouble with my digestive health and so after seeing specialists and doctors for many years um I was pretty desperate. Like I had tried most medications out there that were available and nothing was really working for me or the side effects weren't good enough or like didn't outweigh taking the medication. And so, yeah, I had like, this was so back before it was cool, but it was so funny because someone had was like, I have a friend of a friend who went off of this thing called gluten (laughs) and it totally changed their life. So like, why, you know, why not try it? And I had been tested for celiac disease, but had had like reported negative. And so the doctors were like, that won't help you. And I was kind of at that point, like, well, nothing you're doing is helping me. So I'm just going to take matters into my own hands. And after making that dietary shift, um, after three months, almost all of the symptoms that I'd been experiencing my entire life went away. And so from just this super young age, I was really aware of the relationship between food and body. Um, and that food can either be medicine for us or can be the cause of our dis-ease or mm. disease and however that manifests for an individual. And we can talk about that more later on. Um, and like what your genetics will set you up to maybe like manifest if you're not feeding yourself right. But yeah. And so then I went like 
to school abroad for conflict resolution and like lived a totally different life, even though my mom was always like, you should be a nutritionist. And I was like, shut up, mom. But of course she was right, you know? Um, always right. <laughs> yeah, always mom know, always mom knows. knows best. Yeah, we just never want to listen when we're young. Oh my God. Um, and so I, when I came back to the States, I kind of had this reverse culture shock of just feeling like people around me were sick and were also really disconnected from their food system. Um, and every like commercial on TV was for either like a pharmaceutical or a junk food and people weren't putting the pieces together. So I wanted to be a part of the movement to return us to a more intuitive way of living with um, our food and our bodies. And so I went back to school for a degree in holistic nutrition and that holistic piece was really what I was seeking as opposed to just going back and becoming a registered dietitian because I intuitively knew that like stress and lifestyle and environment, though I didn't even know the half of it before I started, um, is like such a huge key component to like letting us live the most authentic life that we can in a healthy and like wellnessful way. Wait, okay. So I need to know more about like this environmental piece because what do you need to do to like get that stuff together like mentally environmentally totally yeah and I think it's really important like just to preface this with like sometimes it can feel super overwhelming yes. when it's like all the things um right it's like everything you're doing is wrong so <laughs> yeah, this is why like, your life is a mess every week there's a new book there's a new study there's a new way that you should be eating keto or intermittent fasting or you know Mediterranean diet and it's like what do you do totally and I mean that's what's so fascinating about wellness in general and I think it's kind of like the benefit of having the internet age of like all of this information is out there, but also kind of the opposite of that is like what works for me isn't going to work for both of you. And like each of us are super bio individual based on like where our ancestry comes from, like what we were fed as a baby, were you breastfed? What is your, the microbiome of like you specifically look like compared to what it looks like to you, maybe even your brother who was raised in the same household. And so really like learning those skills and like how to read your own body is personally what I try and, um, help my clients with and teach them because like that'll also change for you throughout your life. Like while maybe eating a keto style diet would work for you now, like your needs might change when like you're breastfeeding and like that is not enough carbohydrate to like keep your milk supply up. And so like, that's a very specific example, but like we change a lot throughout our mm -hmm. lives. Right. So really it's like about how to get in touch with where you feel the best right now and like how to get back to basic if that makes sense. How do you go back to the basics? Yeah. What are the basics? I don't even know where to start. Where does is that one where we're start? At? The foundation is rocky. Tiff is like, I, we need to just rebuild. Well, here. I don't know, because you just hear all these different ways of like doing it. So I, right now, like, yeah, the hot thing is keto. So it's like, what, what car, like even like the gluten-free stuff and things like that. I just feel like a lot of times you don't know what's good for you and what's not good for you. Yeah, just like on the keto thing, because it's come up a couple times in this podcast, like I actually yeah. don't think keto is the, like unless you are like really working to therapeutically heal a certain condition that hasn't been able to be healed through a variety of other styles of eating. I don't necessarily think keto is usually the best option, especially for women. Um, it's not quite enough carbohydrate for a lot of women to have their hormones functioning properly. Mm. So I think it's like 
again, when it comes to this craze, like a lot of women too, will see like men, like influencers doing yeah. these diets and then be like, oh cool, like they're getting ripped. Yeah, I wanna like tone right. down. Um, so it's like really important to, again, coming back to that bio-individuality. Um, yeah, I mean, for for me and the way that I guide people to like getting back to basics, I think that like once we can get a clean slate, our body and you start to reintroduce things like your body intuitively knows what it wants and what it doesn't want. And when I talk about intuitive eating, it's it's really being able to read like mm. what you need more of. But you can mm. only do that after you've cleared out all the bullshit. So you have to detox or what does that mean? I don't love the word detox for this because I think it implies like a lot of like crazy fasting or like juicing or I don't know if you've tried any detoxes. Yeah. I have not for me. <laughs> I have not, but like what, so what, how do you clear out the system, I guess? Yeah. So for most people, like I've never worked with someone who hasn't needed a little bit of gut support. Mm -hmm. And so usually the thing that I recommend people do is, is remove like the top allergens from their diet for like a specific period of time in order to give the body a chance to like breathe and basically say like, if and when you try and reintroduce those foods, like, yes, I like it or no, that doesn't work for me. So um, generally speaking, like usually those are dairy and gluten for people to start off with. Some people that also includes um, eggs or nuts or like other grains and legumes. Mm -hmm. But like oftentimes a lot of people are good with just trying to like clear out dairy and gluten and then just really focusing on eating what's in season. You know, mm -hmm. if you and if you're not sure what's in season, thankfully we live in LA and like there are so many farmers markets and like whatever you can buy at the farmers market is in season. Eating organic foods um, in order to like give your body a chance to clear out all the potential pesticides and mm -hmm. that'll tie into the environmental yeah. piece that we're going to talk about. Um, and really just like eating a way that is potentially more similar to like the way humans ate, you know, for the past, like if your grandma had the way your grandma ate. Right. It's kind of a way I tell people of like, let's maybe get back to basics. Mm. Right. Where the food was like from, like Tiffany says, from the ground yeah. or the tree or just yeah. like the actual food. Yeah. yeah. Or from the pasture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, definitely. And and in that time period, like I really don't encourage people to make like drastic changes in terms of like if you generally are someone who doesn't eat a lot of meat, like this isn't the time to like suddenly mm -hmm. go paleo. And if you're you know, someone who maybe does normally eat meat, this isn't the time to be like, oh, I want to like it back to basics. Let me go raw vegan. It really right. is just about like toning it down and maybe mm -hmm. not eating like the processed yeah. treats or maybe even things that maybe aren't super processed, but like that cookie cake that's sitting in your office mm -hmm. refrigerator, like mm -hmm. that's not something that's going to serve you when you're trying to like see how your body feels at like ground zero. Right. So how do you like, but how about if you're like a very social person, like a lot, especially if you work in entertainment, I feel like there's so many like events and things where like the food is not the healthiest and like good for you. How do you like navigate like eating healthy or good for your body, but also like still be social? I feel like that's what a lot of us struggle with me um, <laughs> the most. But because, you know, you also feel that like, you know, you're well, yeah. like, oh, why did I have three drinks tonight? Yeah, I you don't know, need three you drinks. It, I don't know? need three drinks. I don't need that snack that's on, passed around on a tray. Yeah. It's like not good I for mean, me. today there was tiramisu in the office and like, I didn't even like tiramisu, but I ate it. Like, I just feel like there's so many things like that that happen. And you're like, I'm much better what? with like the drinks now because my body just doesn't feel good. Yeah. After like one, like I, I, I don't know what happened to me. 
like if i have one drink in yeah the morning, if I'm i like have one drink well. i feel it yeah so i was just like i don't have too much to do so i can't like be slow in the morning yeah. so that i don't like i don't but like the food like the snack stuff it's really easy for me to just grab a snack that i don't need yeah it's just there yeah yeah I think there's a couple of things that are coming up for me in this conversation, a little bit of one, like if you know that it doesn't make you feel good mm-hmm. and like you have enough of those experiences mm-hmm. where you're like, oh wait, I didn't drink last night and I feel mm-hmm. awesome this morning and mm-hmm. I was able to go to yoga or whatever mm-hmm. it is that you wanna do that like re- positively reinforces you choosing to make that mm-hmm. you know, positive choice. And then there's also a little bit of, I think like a, like a peer pressure is maybe the wrong word, but like social pressure yeah. component of like, if everyone is doing it or like, I don't want to be the person who's like, Hey, do you actually have any like fill in the blank yeah. options? Um, and something I like really tell my pl- clients is like that waiter or this like catering company or whoever has heard that question a million times. And like, you are not an annoying person for asking to have like dietary needs suited to you. Mm-hmm. So like, if it's guacamole and you don't want to eat all of the like deep fried tortilla chips, yeah. just be like, Hey, do you have any side of like cut up cucumbers or like any sort of veggies that I can dip with instead? Yeah. And like, they're not going to think anything of it. And right. so it's all about you just like making the choice to advocate for yourself. Mm. Um, and like, before you step into those situations, I think one, a big tip is like, don't go super hungry. Mm-hmm. If you know that there's not going to be good options there. Right. Um, pack like certain snacks in your purses if you're going to, you know, or like your briefcase or something, if you're going to be around all day, Mm -hmm. uh, out of the house all day without, you know, eating, just like setting yourself up for success with these little moments and like figuring out like, what are my priorities? And Mm -hmm. if it is, I'm trying to like have my skin look super glowy, or I'm Mm -hmm. trying to like be super productive later. And if I'm on a sugar crash, like that's not going to happen. Just like hold those moments in mind mm. when the tiramisu is calling to you that's true it's like the midday hump where you're like oh i just need to like get through this like it's like the three of the three four o'clock moment is really tough for me at work like all i want is like sugar or something because i just feel like i'm so like i started at nine and i'm like already crashing what do you so normally the- eat for lunch um so like if i'm in the office they have like a salad bar and then they have like different like meat options so like today i had like um a salad with they didn't really have like good like i just had with tuna and some um what is it parmesan cheese and broccoli yeah yeah that's it that sounds pretty good but then i've like so that was at noon so then when we get to like four i'm like oh my god i'm starving i need like i'm also gonna pass out like it just wasn't enough so I'm like, sugar. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing that comes to mind. It's like, I need just like something fast to like jumpstart my mind. I don't even know why I think sugar is the answer, but I just think it's always like, I don't know. Isn't it supposed to be like a shot of dopamine? Yeah, no, it's, but you crash quick. You go yeah. up, but you go down, girl. Yeah, but I'm like, if I only have like an hour or two, like, and then I go home, I'm fine with just like taking the hit. <laughs> From like You're the giving nerdy. me drug right now. <laughs> <laughs> from like the nerdy nutrition perspective, yeah. unfortunately though, you're like reinforcing this like negative feedback loop yeah. with your blood sugar. It's so funny. I actually had a client call like an hour before I came here and 
we actually like this client and I just finished our work together and she wouldn't mind me saying this. And she like has made this incredible transformation, but she was totally that person. She Mm -hmm. was like, I literally couldn't have imagined like my day, you know, without my four o'clock croissant or something. And she's like, one of her goals in us working together was like, I want to have control over my energy. And now she's like, I'm just so energetic and I don't even drink caffeine anymore. And it like, what I'm, the reason I'm trying like, the step from like A to like all the way to B is not easy. But like with the more you practice it and like even within a week of you just like switching out what that snack is or like making sure that you get enough protein and fat Mm -hmm. at your earlier meals in the day will like set you up where you're like, you're not even craving it anymore. It's like crazy how quickly the mind adapts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's just about like, I'll have to give that a try tomorrow. (laughs) I feel like I'm just like, you know, especially like the snack options are all sugar options. Now that I think about it, I'm like thinking about the snack pantry that we have and it's like all processed, like sugary treats and like, you know, the lunch stuff is gone by two. So then it's like, uh Oh, you know, you just like go for like, what will, you just go for a snack because you're like, I don't want to like, I, I need something to focus. Yeah. I usually like to say like snacks should be like mini meals. And when I say that, I mean like they should be as like balanced mm. as a meal. So I also have a rule with all of my clients and it's no naked carbs. And that means like, even like you probably don't think about it, but the fact that like an apple Mm-hmm. Is, is a carbohydrate mm-hmm. and like that you have that like not quite as strong because it's not like the same like intensity of sugar but you get like that little blood sugar spike mm-hmm. from an apple and if you have a fat to go with it mm-hmm. it like reduces that like fat basically minimizes the um the spike in your blood mm-hmm. sugar mm-hmm. so like if you have an apple with almond butter mm-hmm. you don't have that like mm-hmm. up and then down mm-hmm. so like all of your your snacks should be like either no naked carbs which means like no carb without a fat with yeah. it or just like a, a version of a mini meal so maybe yeah. that's like some seed crackers and like some olives and maybe like i don't know some like pieces of salami if you mm-hmm. eat meat, you know or like or like yeah. some sort of like protein right. then you've got like your fat a little bit of carb if you need it and yeah. some protein because mm, okay. if you just go for that like piece of cake or something yeah. you're just like you, yeah no one me. can do it i'm like this unless you want that life i don't <laughs> yeah, I so know. i did this one like two week stretch where i just didn't drink can I just tell you, I felt amazing. Like I was I had moments at work where I was just like, I'm just killing it. Yeah. <laughs> like people can ask me anything and I just have the answers and I have the solutions Same. and I'm like good to go. And I still went to events that week and I just didn't drink anything. But it was like actually really tough. Cause you know it's always like yeah, the bars. People are like, like looking at your hand. People are like, like do you want a drink? And it's like, no, do you, let me get you a drink. No, you know, it's just like it's a whole ordeal. It's a whole ordeal. Um but I just made it I was like, let me just see what it feels like. It actually feels really good. But then I went like, and I had a weekend and with friends and just <laughs> fell apart. But I was like, then I was like, how do you even make a comeback? Because it's just like night every yeah. day. It's like an ordeal. Like, I feel like I'll be good for two weeks. And then like something happens, like I'll have a bad day. And I'm like, I'm over this. Right. And then it just like, I like go back to like bad habits for me that's the thing it's like the bad day or yeah. like the stressful day it's a stressful where day. i can like lose control like it's really easy to like lose focus of like whatever that goal was yeah. my goal is like one of my goals like pure vanity is just like good skin um 
but like you know you gotta use whatever goals you have yeah to propel you yeah. forward but it's like on a on a, an intense day i'm like i just need like yeah i need like a frozen yogurt moment like around the street when i go home i just need something that can just like ease all of that like stuff and i know it sounds exactly real like druggy mean. and crazy but it's like i just need that something because i don't it's literally I, a drug yeah nothing else is going to help this situation yeah it's like in my mind i've already like convinced myself that like if i don't have that croissant or that frozen yogurt moment like i won't be able like i'll need it tomorrow right like i should just have it today i it's interesting like the we all have coping mechanisms for everything right and like it's super normal to like have a bad day and like want something comforting and I guess my question is like, what is it about that specific? Is it like something sugary that like feels like this is what's soothing you? This part of it is that, but I was like, there's so many sugary things that like, I'm like, sometimes I, my thing, my things are really specific. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like a chocolate chip cookie, like an Erewhon chocolate chip cookie. I like love their chocolate chip cookie or like, yeah, it could be anything. It's like very specific though. It's not like, whatever sweet is there like if i had a bad day like i want like my yasso ice cream bar like it's like specific i guess the more i think about it i I think it's um i don't know it has an element of like not just comforting but like safety you know it yeah you know it it feels like home i think that's a bit of a stretch but like it maybe like you know what it is oh my god maybe it's like childhood yeah Mm mm-hmm where it feels where like someone else sense. you're taking care of yeah. from the craziness of this world. Yeah. Oh my God, guys, I'm a therapist. Totally. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, a couple of thoughts on this is like, one, it's totally okay to have those things. And like, you can live a super like healthy, rich life in like rich in wellness mm-hmm. with still those moments, right? Of like, oh my gosh, this froyo makes me feel like, a six-year-old who just came home from school and like is super happy or whatever it is that like yeah. it brings you back to those things. And there's like a couple ways to interpret it of like one, it's okay to have that moment. And this is like coming back to that, like what is the voice inside your head piece and just be like, okay, that was totally fine. And like now I hopefully feel better. And if not, I can sit in this sadness and like recognize that this is just like a part of living life is like having a crappy day sometimes or like feeling like stressed out and move on and it doesn't have to make me have like if it's drinking for example it's like if you have you know that one glass of wine or like even let's say a bottle of wine it doesn't mean that the next day you're like back to square one and oh, like for starting me, it's all like over. it's done yeah, you start again it's like one and done which like i know because i'm like not as like we're smart people yeah yet. It's I know like it's I'm, not, I'm, but then it's just like feels well, a little like a failure like moment a yeah yeah like but you know, you cannot discredit all the work you did over exactly. one bad situation, over one day. I always say, to, so the way I generally work with clients is like we work together for a four month program because nutrition and like and lifestyle changes like one take a, a couple of time, a little bit of time to implement, and then also like to work, and also because I know. And like slash, I kind of want you to mess up. And that's like a terrible thing for me to say that I want you to, but like inevitably you are going to like slip up in whatever way that shows up for you. And like, I always say relapse is part of recovery. Like, you know, like it's important to have those moments of like, I 
had that frozen yogurt and then the next morning I like felt like I had to have the croissant and then it like spiraled yeah. so that we can like together learn from it right. and be like okay like why did that happen mm -hmm. what felt good about it what didn't I like about it and like with every one of those experiences if you're just being conscious about it and this is part of the reason like why working with someone is super helpful because one like not only are they there to hold you accountable but more it's like to help you like unpack right. you know what happened and like mm -hmm how do I want to take that moving forward? And like, my goal is that you shouldn't feel like you can never have another drink, you know, or that you can never have another Erewhon chocolate chip cookie, yeah. unless that's really like something that isn't going to work for you because you know, whatever. But yeah. for most people, the goal is to just like understand what I, when I feel really good mm -hmm. that like, I'm not going to want those things. Right. If I regularly continue to like stay on that, like I feel so good. Like you were saying after yeah. you didn't drink for two weeks, yeah. like, like if that becomes your norm, you just slowly start to make intuitively those, those decisions where you're like, Oh, like this is a Wednesday night. And like, I want to wake up early tomorrow. I actually don't need to drink tonight. Mm -hmm. Or it's when yeah. you start going out to the clubs, girl. Yeah. It's more like events. Like, <laughs> cause literally it's cause I went to New York and like my, we're like, it's fun. Family's fun. It's a beautiful time. But like, they're very much into like it's the bottle stuff. Let's like all have <laughs> champagne. Everyone's like ordering so much. Like, it's just like real, like intense. And then it's like too, it's also joyful. So it's like a fun yeah. time. Yes. It's not like, so I don't feel don't forced to drink doing. or anything, but it's like, you know, it's like a fun moment. Cheers. Same with like the Jewish holidays. Like I just feel like I overate both nights and it's because like everyone's eating and laughing and talking and you just like lose track and then you wake up and like, or you go home and you're like, oh, I feel gross. Right. You know, or you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm like, but what she's saying is like, you can, can also have like celebration days, you know, yeah. it's like allowed. That's Definitely. The them. Yeah. It's just like being able to like return to what makes me feel good. And yeah. like, I mean, I call this usually the like anywhere from 70, 30 to 90, 10. So like if you are 80% of the time eating in a way, exercising in a way, meditating in a way, whatever it is that are like your tools that you pull on to mm -hmm. feel really good, then that other 20% of the time it's okay yeah. to be popping bottles and yeah, to yeah. be like gorging on brisket or whatever yeah. it is that like, is in that balance. Balances, you yeah. just don't want it to be closer to like even 50, 50 or like yeah. in the other direction. Cause then that's when you start feeling like really sluggish. Yeah. Oof. But kind of going like, I would love to, because we were saying how like this can all feel really, really overwhelming. Yeah. I think that like, if we just take a second to focus on like, what are the like little things that you can do on a day to day? Yes, I love this. One, and like I do really, we'll definitely like touch on the environmental piece yeah. in a second in like including skincare and everything. Cause I actually think that's one of the easiest things people can do. Um, but I really just like encourage people, I call it eating soul foods mm -hmm. and like, it's really easy to remember. And it's nothing like the soul foods I grew up with in Atlanta, just putting that <laughs> out there in case anyone thought it was going to be like mac and cheese and stuff, but like eating seasonally. And like, if you're eating seasonally organic is the O unadulterated so like unprocessed or unadulterated and local foods like the majority of the time you're probably going to be feeling better than like 90 percent of the population mm. and fortunately we live in california and even if you don't live in california like all of your produce is coming from california and so we're so lucky to have like although i would encourage you to find more local produce if you don't live here but we're, we have like some of the most abundant veggies and like a beautiful produce in the country and so just like 
checking in with yourself and being like, did I eat a colorful plate today? Like, mm-hmm. did I eat a range of colors? Like, do I know where this food comes from? And it like, doesn't have to be these big things of like, am I eating paleo? How many yeah. drinks have I had this week? Like blah, 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 blah. It's more just like every meal looking at your plate and being like, do I feel good about eating this? And like, mm-hmm. do I know where it comes from? Did I make it? Did I have a connection with it? And just like really getting down to the soul mm-hmm. of like, where would this food grown? How is it going to nourish my body? Mm-hmm. And like when it becomes that simple, yeah, it just feels so much more manageable. Mm-hmm. True. Okay. That I feel like I can do. I I'm can like do also, that. I'm, I'm like a pretty good food choicer actually. Me too. Only in a highly stressful situation where I'd be like, I need the like frozen yogurt with the fried chicken. Oh, but in yeah. general, like me I'm too. pretty good. Like, you know, like I'll always yeah, pick. Yeah, me too. I'll always pick the right choice, like the right choice for me. But I think, yeah, it's only when I'm stressed or like, feeling anxious or unfulfilled or like out of control like my life is not in control yeah like i'm in a car and like i'm not driving it okay this is an intense <laughs> metaphor yeah and i mean who's driving the car like, like it's just driving <laughs> off a cliff by itself that's intense it's on a cliff now and it's like going really fast i don't know it could and fall you, off like, the cliff stop this car yeah it's like what are some of y'all's like stress management techniques like what do you call on when you're feeling really anxious like that oh my god it's oh a good god. question do i don't do anything some? well oh, at home <laughs> jinx <Yeah. laughs> if i'm at home i do like i love lighting my pumpkin spice candles which might be really bad for me i guess <laughs> i'll find out right now but um i like doing that i like like I love the fall season, so I love, like, wrapping myself up in, like, a little pumpkin throw that my mom got me and, like, you know, cocooning. I think, like, little things like that. We can't do that in an office. Like, in an office, I'm just like, ah, give me the trail mix. <laughs> um, I tried this thing at work, and I did it for, like, two days. And it was great, but then, like, my life doesn't work. Like, taking a walk when I'm stressed, like, going outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually really good because you need to breathe and you mm-hmm. need to move because if you're still unstressed, it just builds up. I need up. to do that. That's a good idea. But I don't do it enough. I should do that more because when I did when I did do it, it was great because you literally need to literally get more oxygen. Yeah. And, and especially if you can see anything green. Yeah. Like if you're walking oh. outside, even if there's like a little tiny, you know, tree yeah. set up, like it, it promotes yeah. a happiness response in the brain. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Um, otherwise, when I'm at home, I'll have like tea, candles. I got two burning right Right now, um, watch a lot of Oprah. Turn to music, but for the most part, I just ignore and push through and hope like that it'll be over yeah, in the morning. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I think that like developing stress management techniques is like one of the things that people never expect me to do with them. They're like, "You're a nutritionist. Like, why are you talking to me about like how I manage stress?" But if you're not managing your stress, like nothing else matters is really the fact of the matter. And so I love that like, at least you have ideas mm-hmm. on like what it is that makes you happy and whether it's just like making a little post-it note of them and putting them on your computer at work that's like, go take a walk. Yeah. <laughs> or um, maybe it's like having a little thing of like pumpkin spice creamer that you made yeah. that you can like pour in some tea oh, to cute. like feel all cute like and fall at work or like whatever these little things are and like yeah. maybe brainstorm them with a friend and be like hey are you ever stressed out like me yeah. too like let's talk about how we can do it because just like we're having those tools and like actually pulling them out of our toolbox yeah. when we need them is so crucial and like 
the more you do that, the less you'll be like, oh my gosh, I feel like I totally went off the rails and now I don't know how to get back on. I love that. I need to do that. And like every time you do it again, it's just like this positive reinforcement to be like, oh, that felt good. I kind of want to do it again. Yeah. But we should talk about the candles. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's get into the environmental skincare, like all this stuff, because, oh my God, I'm doing, I'm, I'm living a toxic I life, girl. I actually brought you some goodies. Oh my God. So, to ha- to share some like clean skincare goodies. But so this is what I'm going to say, and it doesn't discount anything we've already talked about because I really want everyone eating soul foods and I really want everyone yeah. like connecting with what intuitively feels good to them by like clearing out all the bullshit. But if you were not going to do anything with your diet, you could still make huge differences in your health and like the future of your health and fertility and whatever it is that's important to you if you just clean up your home and you know, what you put on your skin and so i brought y'all these little it's called the never list and basically this company that i partner with because i love their products and i recommend them to a lot of my clients beauty counter has a list of over 1500 chemicals and products that they ban from all of their products you probably don't know this and it might blow your mind so the European Union, for example, has over 1,300 chemicals that they do not allow in their products. The United States has less than 30. <laughs> oh, wow. So, like, the FDA, unfortunately, is just, like, not protecting you. Uh-oh. And the fun, like, people are, when I say that, people are always like, oh, but I buy, like, European products, so I'm totally fine. This, like, pissed me off so much because they literally make a different version to sell to the U.S. market because it's cheaper. And, like, they don't have to go through as many regulations. So, like, unless you're actually buying it in Paris and bringing it home with you, it's not, Uh like, clean. So, that all that being said, like, we actually, like... If your gut is working the way it should be, and when I'm talking about your gut, I mean like the microbiome and all the things that people talk about now when you talk about like kombucha. How do you and know things. if your gut is working right? That's a really good question. Um, <laughs> it's more like what are some signs that you might be experiencing if it's not right? Okay, it's yeah, easier. Like if you're ever experiencing digestive discomfort, so like bloating after mm. meals. Oh, me. Um, irregular bowel movements, a lot of anxiety, skin issues, like any sort of like eczema, psoriasis, acne, just like rashes or sensitivities. If you get like itchy for things, Mm. um, all of these are signs that like your gut might need some help. And honestly living in the modern world, like all of our guts need some support. Mm. And that's like, we can go off on that tangent later if we want on like how to heal your gut. But Basically, like if your gut is working well, which like most people have to do a little bit of work on that, Mm -hmm. we can, our gut can actually like protect us from toxins pretty well. Mm -hmm. Like that's like what it was designed to do. Like if you, from like the way in to the way out, food doesn't actually, if everything's working properly, touch the rest of your body. Like Mm -hmm. it just stays in its digestion tube. Mm -hmm. So like that system is designed for like, if you eat something that's like a toxin to protect you, Mm -hmm. where like our skin is not like our skin doesn't have that same protection. And so it really is like a direct source to the bloodstream, Mm. um, as well as like things in the air. Like when we breathe it in, it's not as, um, we don't have that defense mechanism. And so unfortunately there's like not a lot we can do about like being outside Mm -hmm. or like, being on an airplane or like these places that are unfortunately really toxic. But what we do have control over is like what we put 
on our bodies and like in our homes and like what we choose to um, eat mm-hmm. again and also like what we choose to store our food in. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the body products went like the person, I'll call them personal care products just like, cause it can be cosmetics. It can mm-hmm. be like your body wash, your shampoo. Yeah. It really amazes me just like how, I uh, like totally, you know, went to school for nutrition and like used what I thought were like clean products at the time, like because they look natural on the labels, you know, and then like I found out just that it was all marketing. And fortunately now there are so many amazing clean personal care products. And so my sort of opinion about it is like you kind of have no excuse. Um, You can like find anything that you want in a clean way. And it is the best thing that you can do to like like cleaning up your home and cleaning up your body mm-hmm. um, is something that like you can do and not even have, like it doesn't matter how social you are and it doesn't right. matter like how stressful your job hey, is. Tell me more about cleaning up the home and cleaning up your body. Like what, are, how? Yeah. So <laughs> again, sometimes it can feel super overwhelming. And like if you open up your, you know, cabinet and you're just like, I have 50 products in here right. and like, I'm not going to replace all of them at once because that's super expensive. And also like, and we don't want to cause like way too much stress um so usually i like to say like one pick the things that like you're covering the most surface of your body so like if you're like a body lotion person or like your body wash these are Mm -hmm. things that like i recommend switching out just like from the get-go and i have that is so true so much body wash you use and like you literally put on your whole body yeah it's like your whole body every day how about toothpaste do you think that matters yeah i just use like my teeth whitening colgate (laughs) yeah i definitely think it does matter and but again it's like it's the way i sort of think about it is like so those big ones Mm -hmm. like the things that you're either going to be like putting all over your body um or like a few and we can get into specifics if you want later of like things that like you know maybe you use multiple times a day like those are the things i'd say like even if you're not done with them just like throw them out and start over but otherwise i just like for the sake of doing it in a like way that doesn't like kill your wallet and also your sanity is like when you run out of something be like okay great i'm out of toothpaste or i'm Mm. out of mascara like let me just replace this one with one that is clean and um when i say clean i mean like free of toxins that like and and also like we didn't really talk about why like what are the things Mm -hmm. in this but so a couple things one um a lot of these products contain something called xenoestrogens. Do either of you know what What's that up? is? Never heard of her. <laughs> exactly. She's she's she a bad one. List? She's not a bad one. Uh, she's not on that list. Um, a lot of those things that are on that list, though, are xenoestrogens. Okay. So this is actually some of the reasons like why we have a lot of like uh, fertility issues today yeah. is that basically like our bodies ingest certain things and don't know how to read them like some of these chemical products and they they take it in as an excess estrogen and so it mimics estrogen in the body and like creates too much estrogen and for men this can manifest in like becoming like more feminine over time and like i don't know if this is like okay to say but like getting man boobs or like Mm -hmm. things like this you know and um or just like lowering their testosterone overall and like lowering their sex drive lowering their fertility lowering lowering their um, ability to like perform athletically, et cetera. And for women, this can manifest in like having, um, irregular cycles and like really bad PMS. Mm -hmm. Um, and also like 
eventually in some people's cases, like infertility or like different kinds of cancer. And so it's like really crazy that like there are just like xenoestrogens like everywhere. Like when you walk into a perfume store and they're just like, or like Nordstrom's yeah. and they're just like spraying you, it's like xenoestrogen, xenoestrogen. Oh my God. So perfumes have xenoestrogen in them? Yeah, definitely. Everything with artificial fragrance. That's like the one, if anyone takes anything away from this podcast, it's like, please don't buy anything with the word fragrance or perfume on the ingredients because oh basically oh my, my, my candles have to go <laughs> how about sprays like for your apartment candles, yeah. yeah definitely a no-no and like <laughs> the it's crazy because there's like this propi like there's this trade secret where like you don't have to disclose what ingredients are in your product if you say that it's fragrance or perfume because it's a proprietor like a like a pro i can't yeah, say this word proprietary secret yeah. and so like this is their like secret formula and they oh don't yeah. have to tell us what's in it and so so usually it's code for like a hundred chemicals, many of which that are, are like deemed toxic by the European oh, union, yeah. the environmental working group and like many others. Um, and like America is just so behind in this. And so, yeah, fragrance is like the easiest thing that you can look for on your products. And like it also, if you're like hormones don't matter to me, which they should matter to everyone. It also just can cause like cancer allergies. It's like part of the reason why so many respiratory issues are like happening nowadays and oh other food God. sensitivities. I know I hate to be the doomsday okay, person. How, like how many candles do I have? One, two, three, four. <laughs> so what's five, the candle six, fix? Nine, like what, how can I get like a pumpkin spice smell without like endangering my health? I have 22 candles that need to go. <laughs> Good money on this. Okay. Yeah, and so Back some of them effects. might be okay. Like there are way like you can get. Um, you also don't like to. It's paraffin is like not good mm. to burn in your house, but like you can get soy-based candles that are naturally scented, and they're incredible. Like I have a couple brands that I can recommend. Um, you can also make them. Like it's super fun, and that's like no. A cute I thing feel like I do. like the chemical scent. You like the chemical <laughs> scent? I mean, it's like with skincare. Someone was like. You know, you're doing the natural. I'm like, I need full chemical. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like, you just don't get the same coverage with makeup with, like, the natural stuff as you do with... So I think it's, like, a really important to, We're like, bad. differentiate... No, no, no. And so actually I want to say I think it's really important to differentiate between chemical... Like, between natural and clean. Mm. Because, like... Yeah. So, for example, this brand that I work with, Beauty Counter, like, yeah. I used to be one of those people who was, like, coconut oil everything and, like, using, like, natural makeup exclusively mm. and, like a lot of times it didn't work and mm -hmm. like beauty counter for example like there are still chemicals in this but they are just chemicals that are not deemed harmful or toxic mm -hmm. and Got so there's it. like this difference between like the super woo woo i can make it in my kitchen stuff which right, like honestly I'm not I, that girl. yeah and yeah. it's like okay to want products that Too work yeah. and like that perform well yeah. Like, right. I think that's like super important as well. Yeah. And like, I'm trying to stay super young, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm very much because I just need it to work. Yeah, so exactly. I'm not I trying to. I just need to, to conceal my under eyes, you know? Yeah. More sleep. I, have, I know a really good brand for oh, you. Okay. What is that? Um, for like under eye concealer. Yeah. So I really like Beauty Counter and Well and Good. Both well of them good. make really yeah, good conce concealers. I've been using the Tarte. Shape tape? Yep. Nice. I live for that, but it's probably like not good for me. Well, we don't know. We're going to check the list. Yeah, we got yeah. to check the list. And but that's not like a comprehensive list, but it's just like a helpful thing to keep in your wallet. So when you are sh like shopping, you can look and see. Do I still need, if it's in the clean beauty section, do I still need to check the things? 
Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I think that like I personally feel really strong about like super transparency and mm-hmm. like, for example, Beauty Counter checks all of their like mascara. I mean, not mascara eyeshadows for heavy metals three times before they're like oh, officially go I to market, about the heavy metal. which I like super appreciate. Cause like I'm one of those people who, um, am like really conscious about like heavy metal poisoning, mm-hmm. but if you're still in the clean beauty section, as opposed to like the right, regular section, better. I still feel better. Yeah, yeah, about it for sure. Cause it's all gradual, Are step by step. Here. Exactly. That whole foods clean. I don't think so. A lot of them are. There are like I mean, some really know. good brands there. Um, and like you can get like my favorite deodorant I buy at Whole Foods. And What's like, a deodorant? I really love Primal Pit Paste. <laughs> so I just worry about those when we're in real danger of things not working. <laughs> And like the deodorant needs to work. Yeah. Yeah. Deodorant's kind of a tough one in that it takes a lot of people time to time or just like time to find the right one. Okay. Like natural deodorants are a little bit trickier in that like usually you have to try a couple before you find one that really works for you. Um, My partner finally found one that's really working for him, which is great. He now has two that he likes. What do you mean working for you? Like, like smells the way you want it to smell or. Yeah. Like one that is the right, like for some people, like they don't do well with the baking soda in or or whatever it is. And so like you like to find one that keeps you relatively dry and also smelling good, like will be different for different people's bodies without the like super harsh um, ingredients that they're okay, using right. in the non-natural ones. And I have, so something that I have is like, I have a list of like everything from like laundry detergent to, um, mascara to deodorant to like whatever, everything that I basically use in my house and body. And then I like write a, a list of all the brands that I recommend and I'd be super happy to send it to both of you. Oh my God. I would yes, please. Cause all that What's stuff matters. Mascara. What about mascara? What's wrong with the non-natural mascara? So mas- it's so funny that you asked that because I was literally like two hours ago listening to this thing about mascara because mascara is really tough to make clean. Right. And like someone was describing it um, to me as like making a clean mascara is like trying to make a cake without gluten, dairy, eggs, sugar, or like so does it even exist it does it's just one of the things with like a lot of natural products but like i is like you kind of need them to be like warmer than room temperature so they don't like congeal does that make sense so like my deodorant for example is like a paste Mm -hmm. and like there are others that aren't like this this is the one i just happen to like the most but like i have to like you know i like once it hits my skin Mm -hmm. it like melts because my skin is warmer but so a lot of um mascaras like you need to like run them under warm water or just like rub them in your hands like this mm-hmm. or like put them in your bra or something to like warm Make it up it so it works Oof. um but actually i have the, one that i really like extra steps I'm very much a grab and go type of girl i do, my do car ma- car. makeup you're a car yeah i'm a car makeup, makeup and girl and, yeah. and it's like I'm for sure one as a coach and just as like a clean beauty enthusiast going to be like one, I actually have one that I love that I don't need to do that with. Mm -hmm. But also like if there are certain products that you are just like die hard on, like this is my product and I, and like, I don't want to compromise on it. Like, awesome. There's still like, it's something like that. I don't remember the exact number, but I think it's like the average woman is, is exposed to 175 chemicals before she leaves the house in the morning. Stop. So it's like if you can just reduce that, like I don't care if you, you're still you gonna use your reduce mascara. All the chemicals. You're missing the I whole point. So many things. Like I think I need to do a whole spring cleaning of my like pantry and like 
we can do that my everything like i just it. have so yeah i'll come over and we can do that i, I do that sometimes so with people. much junk. Like pull everything and throw it away it's very satisfying yeah but like and all like the makeup from like beauty con and all the stuff like that i just don't even use but then i have a question how about all these serums and like youthful anti-aging things <laughs> There's so many amazing clean options. Do they work? Absolutely. Do they make me youthful? I promise. What are youthful? What are you even a serum girl? No. But I feel like I should be doing these things. Question. What are your thoughts on um, like makeup remover wipes? What do you mean? Specific. Yeah. Just like, like on them generally? Just like, yeah. If I like do them, use them all the time before I like take, like before I use a cleanser. Before just, you wash your face. Yeah. Um, is that bad for, is, are those chemical induced? Definitely. If you don't have a clean one, again, they're probably have a lot of like oh, fragrance yeah. or perfume in them. Um, the and like, ones. yeah. Also, that's like, I'm just going to put it out there. And I'm sorry if you're listening, anyone who works for or loves Neutrogena and Aveeno or like my least favorite brands in the world because they come off as like, we're so clean and we're so good for you. And they're like terrible for you. Oh my God. Um, okay. And I, it just like bothers me that they promote themselves as something that they're not like at least be transparent but so no the Neutrogena ones are not but like honestly just like this is like the simplest switch it's like when you run out of those just like buy beauty counter ones yeah again like these things I'm gonna be kind of like harsh on it because it's as simple as just changing your buying habits yeah and like we live in a time now where there are so many amazing you want to find one that's women-owned you want to find some that are like giving five percent back to like the ran the rainforest like you you can find anything you want in the like clean personal care products question how about mineral sunscreen versus chemical sunscreen you're really trying to go through your whole product range i know it's a great question so many people have been talking about like how the chemical can go into your bloodstream and like all this stuff like is that true what do we think it's definitely here? true <gasps> okay yeah so again there's so many the great ones from skin though that's definitely that's why it's so important to be choosing like clean uh, and i say clean instead of natural again because mm-hmm. we can have chemical products that perform and that work and that keep us not sunburned and that keep us like youthful looking but yeah the second you put something on its your skin it takes something like five seconds for it to reach your bloodstream which is like crazy um and again we can only control so much of like what's out in the world and so making our home a safe space and like are, it's as simple as like also like laundry detergent as I think a huge one. How about like if you, you wear it all day? That? What? How about if you outsource your That's laundry? That's worse you never know what's going in there. Yeah. yeah. So don't. <laughs> no. Thank you. I, I can't. I don't. <laughs> but I don't have a laundry. Like I don't have a laundry machine in my unit. So like it's really I can't like. Literally one day I switched my or. detergent because I just. the one I, Well, I don't use a clean one, but I just bought a different one. I was so itchy. Mm. I got itchy. I was like, what's happening? I, was, I went to the doctor throw I was dying. He's like, did you change your detergent? I was like, yeah. She's like, well, there you go. Um, it's so weird how like a lot of that stuff can just like affect your whole solution. body. Totally. Those yeah. have chemicals in it too. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, that it's a really good question. And I don't know that much about contact solution. Um, okay. I don't think you have you an option. This, <laughs> this, is, this is now a session. Okay. Okay. So let's, <laughs> let's finish this off by talking about like, um, feeling good about yourself and like emotional like how you talked about like that's a factor like even if you're doing all these other things but you have toxic thoughts it's not gonna help like what are things that you can do to improve your mind 
Totally. Yeah. Something I like to do with clients is like have every time we check in, like ask them to set like three goals for themselves, you know, to work on until the next time. And like usually one is like a body goal and one is like a lifestyle goal. Mm -hmm. And then one is like an emotional thing because I think it, it's equally as important as the other two. Yeah. Um, it's different for every person. Mm -hmm. And actually I will make the case that I think the more you do the body work, mm -hmm. the easier the emotional the work is, becomes. Really? Oh. Yeah, for because sure. Because it's a blockage. Mm -hmm. my, my friend was like, I've got blockages body. that I need to work through. You might have met her. But it's a block. Exactly. Yeah, if the if the body's good, it's like one less blockage away oh, from like okay. doing like the, Definitely. the soul work. There's like, I see it happen every time. And it's like truly the reason why I do this work. Because when you have like all of that energy that whether or not you realized was being spent on like focusing on what was out of balance in the body is free. You have the ability to like better show up in the world and however you want, or like to be kinder to yourself or to be kinder to other, like whatever it is that like you're missing yeah. that there's just more space and there's more room for it. And so like, if that's something um, that people are really struggling with also just putting it out there, like we're, we're recognizing, like we're seeing now in the science by like not small scientific reasons, like, like big studies done by like MIT and Harvard that like a lot of mental um, health disorders are actually diseases of the gut. Oh. So like they're looking at like bipolar disease and schizophrenia as like being rooted in gut imbalance. So like mm. if you really do have your body in health and in check, then like a lot of that mental dis like uh, imbalance, whether it's showing up as like depression or anxiety or like whatever these reasons that you have those like negative feedbacks mm. um, can oftentimes be like resolved on their own. So it really does get easier when you work on the body. But yeah, I mean, like some tools, like meditation is a really awesome tool. And I think it's really important to share with people that like meditation doesn't have to look like sitting on your floor and closing your eyes for 10 minutes in silence. Like for some people that is like not the path that like yeah. meditation works for them and they find it really hard to like keep up with it. And it's because it's not working. Um, I personally prefer to practice active meditation, which um, I can't really show cause like we're just audio, but like, people can reach out to me and we can do it. Or I actually have something on my blog about one of the active meditations that I do, but basically like movement meditation the where Kundalini. like I'm repeating. I mean, there, yeah, there are some of the practices that are Kundalini. Um, mm -hmm. There's like the hummingbird meditation, which I think is so incredible and really helps like get you out of your own head and like out of negative thought patterns, which is like you hum and go, I think it'll work for this a little bit, but you go, mm, and when you like push in and out of your ears, it sounds like a hummingbird. Mm. And if you do that like 11 times, it's really clearing and like literally just like gets you out of your own head. Oh, um, so I think meditation is like an incredible tool and there's so many different meditations, journaling and just like getting everything out there and like being able to like clear it um, is something I find really helpful for people and just like practicing. Journaling is so important. So like I had this work issue, which was just a separate thing. And I was just, I needed to work through it, but I, I thought I was writing it out for like someone so that I could give them the stuff. But it turns out I just needed to write out mm -hmm. what, why I was feeling that way. Mm -hmm. When I got to the conclusion, I'm like, oh, this is really simple. Like it's a really simple thing, but you can hold so much in that if you don't get it out somehow, it, it, it can just cause a lot of stress yeah. just in another blockage. Did you physically write it like on pen and paper? 
No, I typed it. You typed it? Yeah. But it was like five pages long of like me like understanding like this one issue. Yeah. And it turned out to be really simple. But you needed I needed to like go through all the things it's like self-therapy you know instead of just like venting it to someone which like that's an also an awesome tool like calling a friend you know but like it's so good and like also allows you to like i mean i used to write a lot i have a lot of journals but like also typing was actually kind of good because it allows me to like move my things around Mm -hmm. to like actually like what am i even saying Mm -hmm. like what is this how does it fit together what is the structure yeah yeah and be like what is your issue do you even have one and like reminding yourself, like, would I say this to a friend? Like, would I talk to my sister this way? Would I talk to my best I'm friend this way? To myself sometimes. That's very intense, but I think <laughs> a lot of us are like feel the same way. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm yeah. Very we're our myself. harshest, like we're our own harshest critic. And if yeah. you just like take a moment to be like, these are all the things that I'm grateful for. I'm doing awesome because like honestly if you have a roof over your head and like you can eat three meals a day you're like doing super great compared to most people in the world and that's like super important to remember you know Mm -hmm. and so like just like going back down to being like I'm doing great and like would I say like oh like I can't believe you messed up that that way to a friend no I'd be like you're totally fine yeah good job there you go be more like self-compassionate yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks so much that. for That's having me. That's a great me. place to end, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Where can they find you? Yeah. Um, my Instagram is brightbeanhealth. That's my, with underscores in between the words. That's my business name. Um, that's probably the easiest way to find me. I also have a website saying brightbeanhealth.com. And yeah, I do like everything from specifically right now I'm working with like women on improving their hormones, but I also just do general wellness coaching, helping people switch out their homes and body products, cool. the range of wellness related activities. But I love yeah. that. I love that. I'll start with my body wash. What are you starting with? Uh, my body wash is already natural. Clean but, girl, not natural. <laughs> oh, just sorry. Clean. Oh, I did this all wrong. But like a lot of things I outsource. So like it's hard. Like I go to dry bar like I don't wash my own hair. I don't know. So it's like all these things. Like I don't know what they put in my hair. I don't know. If but I it's could just even... about starting with what you can control. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. So I guess like. So let's get the natural body wash out. How about that? No, no, it's clean. It's clean. Do you, is it? Yeah. It Did is. you check the never list? <laughs> I guess I'll check the never list. But like I got it from Whole Foods, and it like I feel like it was clean. It was just okay. like to be continued. Next was, week we'll yeah. find out if it was but clean. I'll, I'll check this stuff. Yeah, and, and maybe wanna, the makeup wipes. I definitely want to. I, w- I really want yeah, you to try this. Like, wipes. I really want you to try the makeup wipes. And um, there's this new like counter time retin natural is what instead of retinoids like oh. retinol. Um, so there's like this retin natural beauty retinol counter project. Good for you. No, oh. we'll talk about that on another oh. episode. Oh, but anyways, I have something I really want you to try. That's oh what you're going to switch out. <laughs> so he's like, I'm doing everything wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just like overwhelming because my whole life is chemicals, but it's fine. We're fine. We're fine. We just want to switch them to chemicals that aren't proven to hurt us. Cancer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which there's But plenty. like, how do so many people use these chemicals and like they're fine? Are they fine? I don't know. I just that is the there's a lot of cro- chronic disease and and uh, cancer and like I guess we live in, in, in LA, so we just don't see it as much. Or yeah, I think it's like hard to tell like what's going on in someone. You know, like if someone has Crohn's, like they're not gonna just tell you. Yeah. You know. So. True. What's up? <laughs> but yeah. Anyways. Yeah. 
also some people like going back to that bio individuality, like some people detox things easier yeah. than others. And like our genetic makeup is different and like how we, we like internalize things and how they show mm. up for us. So, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> thank you so on, much. On that note. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Bye thank everyone. You. Bye. Bye.